What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Busy Sticks, the Geekiverse's all-video game talk show. Good to be back here on this lovely Thursday night. Got lots of news going on. E3 is back in 2023. Google Stadia, RIP. And finally, finally, the first trailer for The Last of Us coming to HBO also in 2023. I'm Josiah Leroy. With me today, Baba Yaga, Mr. Disruptoid himself, John Fick. John we have a calendar on our, our wall in the kitchen downstairs. And I wrote uh, a f- on a date in October, uh, date night, which happens to be the anniversary for Lauren and I. And she, she didn't say anything about it. Usually, like, I will write things because she's primarily the person who writes things on there. So when I do, it's like, oh, what are you doing? Like, this is my calendar. So I wrote date night. And... I asked her the next day. I'm like, Hey, you never said anything about date night. Like that's kind of a big deal these days. And she goes, yeah, I go, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. What what does that mean? She's like, I don't know who that's with. I was like, what does that mean? She's like, I don't know. I just figured you were going out with John. (laughs) (laughs) If if anything, you know, further solidifies uh, where you've landed on the, the friendship spectrum, I guess, in the, in the last few years between you and I, John, like that validates it right there. So, uh, I thought that was funny. And that's, that's why I had to write that in the notes for tonight. Cause I didn't want to forget it. I, I but, appreciate my position in the hierarchy. <laughs> I certainly do. If, if, if we, if, we, if we've got Lauren, if, if we've got Josiah's uh, pool girl out here thinking that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the date night. I'm all in. I'm good. I had no idea where she was going with it, but she's like, I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought you were going to Murphy Browns with John. When like, you no, when you started not. this story, I thought that you put date night on the calendar and you 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 put our Murphy Browns date on there and didn't know it was your anniversary. <laughs> I thought that's what I thought that's where you you were going with this. That was my oh man. My I would not be here tonight if if that were the case. <laughs> so there, there was a little ambiguity. But anyway, John, lots of fun things to talk about today. How you doing tonight? I'm doing great, man. I'm I'm happy to talk games. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I I think it is too. I, I mean, what a perfect thing with the Last of Us dropping. You know, we just played through part one on PS5. We got the trailer. We'll get into some some big time thoughts on that. I know we've we've got them right in the feels. Uh, so that's going to be great. But here on Busy Sticks, we don't just love video games. We also love beer. So uh, I think we're going to keep the tradition alive with a, a different beer yet again. John, what's about to be in your system? I'll have you go first. Speaking of keeping the tradition alive, last week I had a, a pumpkin beer uh, surprise this year, or this week another another pumpkin beer this year. Oh. Um, this is this is K two. I have been digging K two stuff lately, um, so much so that the wife and I are going to go to K two on Saturday. They're in Rochester. We're going to make a trip out there. Um, my Courtney, she's been so into beer lately. Like she's been loving trying new sours, trying new stuff. Like yeah, you follow her on Untapped. You know, like she's Dude, she's going she's ham. total. Yeah, she, right now she might catch four years. Yeah, she's like gonna blow past me. I saw her number the other day uh, during the Bills game. She posted yeah, uh, Pills Mafia, and right. and I saw her number, and I was like. She's making headway. She's drinking beers that she normally wouldn't. Like I came home after you know meet my buddy out for for a drink for you know celebrate his wedding, and she's she's just sipping on a, 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 a Sam Adams Jack O' Lantern pumpkin beer, like unlike her, like, and, like absolutely turn a new leaf. Uh, but who's this? Right, who's for this sure. But, oh yeah, my yeah, gosh! Sticking with the pumpkin theme, K two they they make awesome stuff. Their their sours have been really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't tried like IPAs or ales from them, but this is their pumpkin ale. Uh, so I'm excited to to have this one. I love pumpkin. We talked about it, not your thing, but certainly my thing. 
We have had a lot of K2, I would say, in the last few months. They they seem to have exploded, at least in the Wegmans, right? Which is our local grocery store. Right. Um, and they're always a part of um, the the pick-your-own six-pack. Yeah, craft so your own that, six-pack. So that's yep. kind of nice. Yes. And they, they do a lot of sours. So uh, some have been hit or miss for me. I'm a big sour guy. And um, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear what you think about that, even though I don't really care about pumpkin so much. But of course, speaking of sours, I have a pineapple and ginger gosa. Goes down easy. 42 North Brewing Company. Ooh. I don't believe that I've had this one. We've but, chatted um, before. 42 I, North. I have been burned by 42 North, 42 North plenty of times, man. Plenty of times. <laughs> so I'm, I'm interested to see. I've actually never tried a sour from them. I've only ever had IPAs. So hopefully this one's good. I believe I had one other beer from them and, a, and that it would have been a sour and I thought it was okay. Okay. So they are, we'll see. they're very sediment heavy when I, when any, anytime I've tried their IPA is very sediment heavy. So I've been like, you know, turned off to them. Very cool place though. Visit 42 North and East Aurora. Very, very cool brewery. They do like fat out barbecue, like awesome place to hang out. But cheers, brother. Cheers, buddy. It's Okay. I, I can get behind it. I get to to probably like a like a three seven five out of five on that. No, that's a probably that, not actively seeking to get it again. That's a very good pumpkin ale. That is like that's number two to the dogfish head pumpkin ale to me. I think. I think wow, so. that's really good. That that's a solid pumpkin ale for sure. I love pumpkin. I love beer. That's like a that's real good. Dogfish saying head, a lot. Yeah, they still take the cake. Dogfish head. I think maybe even you could appreciate the dogfish head pumpkin ale because like it's subtle. <laughs> Again, even you. I mean, because you don't like pumpkin, yeah. but it's very bitter. Like it's super, super. I don't want to say hop forward because it's not an IPA, but it's just it's just plenty bitter. Like it gets you right in the gets you right in the jowls. You know, it's 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 really good. Wild G. I give it a try. Go Bills I, I for sure. Go Bills. That's right. Um, the only thing. You know, probably better than K two would be K two S O. Are we gonna go that there? Drive, it's too if, soon. I mean, we no, you know. that's all right. That's definitely not too soon. But if uh, if you like Star Wars, go check out our show, Built on Hope. We are doing a weekly talk on Andor uh, as it arrives on Disney Plus. Thanks for tuning in at twitch.tv slash the Geekiverse. Also uh, live for the first time at youtube.com slash the Geekiverse, where you can watch all of our episodes back if you missed them live. So. Uh, that being said, John, what have you been playing in the in the last week here? What's in your system? So, so not too much. Um, I've been playing Fortnite, the new season. That's been fun. Um, Spider Gwen is the level one hundred skin, so I am like all in to get that. Like the skin looks so much fun. I cannot play. I can't wait to play as Spider Gwen. Um, new season's been cool. I've been having fun with that. Um, also chipping away. Speaking of Spider Man, Spider Men, Spider People, I've been playing Spider Man on my Steam Deck. That's been fun. Chipping away at it, getting my backpacks, doing my missions, stuff like that. Um, so basically just like past the, past the time games, games I've played before stuff that like, you know, really not doing much for me in terms of like the backlog or whatever. I've just been having a little bit of fun there, but man, it's fall. I am itching to do, first of all, new stuff because it's fall. Cause we got things like God of War Ragnarok coming up, but also itching for fall games. And what does that mean? That means scary stuff. Uh, I think I might, I think I might finally bite the bullet and like hop into the new Resident Evil games. I know that you, you and you and Tim, uh, you know Tim Talbot, also Geekiverse. You guys have been deep into these Resident Evil games. You, you finished seven, uh, you started mm-hmm. eight. I think Tim is. I think Tim just finished eight on his own stream. So I think I might finally dive in and play seven and eight and do that for the fall. 
Also, really thinking about replaying Life is Strange True Colors, which is just like a very cozy fall game, like Haven, Haven, Colorado, wherever the you know the made up city and yep. you know, of that game is, like yeah. very fall, very cozy. Like I'm very excited for that too. So I think that might be where I go. I might do some Resident Evil, you know, play play seven, sprinkle in some uh, some Life is Strange, and then play Village as well. I think that's the that, that's the trajectory for sure. It's so funny that you say that because I've had this pull to play Life is Strange as well, even to the point where I'm like looking up the trailers for the uh, previous games that I really only dabbled in. Um, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's just it, that's got to be what it is, is that Haven, Colorado it's feels fall, like man. what we're about to get into in Western New York here. This is so this is my recent. I love played, that game, man. Dude, the, the Life is Strange soundtrack is like all I've been listening to that. The, the, the True Color soundtrack, the music in that game, like. Yeah, I'm ready to dive back in and experience that again for sure. Like I might do it, I might play it again to do it on Steam Deck. I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. I I could see doing that again to get through that. It's uh it's such a special game and had I played it prior to the end of last year, I, I think that would have maybe been my game of the year. I know it was for, for you. Yeah, you would have I, Halo, I probably right? I had Halo. I think, you know, it's it's easy to see now where Halo is and maybe have a different opinion. But where we were at that point in time, I know I would have had Halo at least one or two and right. Life is Strange, probably the opposite of that. So uh, that's saying a lot. Like, that's not Dude, it, um, it's saying a game so I, I would have for, yeah, yeah, for taken the us. dive into. Right. Two, two guys who have, like, tried out the other Life is Strange games and just didn't really vibe with them. Like, it's just never been for me. The Those games have always been just a little too campy, a little too teen, you know, teen focused for the writing. Um, interesting, but just not for me. For for True Colors to come out and like make the impact that it did, and to be my game of the year last year, and to hear you say that now, it's like what a what an accomplishment! Like that game deserves so much praise. Like if you you got to check that game out, it's so good. I just re- it's so funny. Like we play so many games, and I think there's you, you can remember parts of them or how you felt when you played them, or maybe you liked certain things or didn't like certain things. I remember so much about vividly this life is strange yes like i was like oh my gosh i wanted to explore everything and this is prior to the the platinum hunt really i wanted to just look at everything read everything interact with every character i wanted to spend as much time in that world as i could i thought it was perfectly paced it was just wide open enough where you could do those things you could go in shops down main street there or not and i thought that the story was just really well written and executed because sometimes you can have one or the other in gaming and that really tanks it. But with this, you know, for someone who loves story so much, I always love the telltale games, things of that nature. This just struck a chord with me and it checked off everything on my list. So to to talk about it here almost a year later, like I I want to take that dive again. Yeah. I'm so glad this game clicked with you. You can listen back to the conversations last year for game of the year stuff that we talked about. I don't know if we've talked about, the game since you've played it i don't know if we have we've been on you know maybe briefly but, no right so I'm, I, I'm, we it might be fun we get it so the anniversary is probably almost now if not like next week or something yeah. that would be a fun aside to like almost uh go through our choices and relive that a little bit very true I, that might be you know something to to consider here but uh, as far as games I'm playing, yeah, I I, I suck. It's been a long time, uh, meaning a little over a week since I've been able to game. And the last thing I left off on was Resident Evil 8. Uh, I did play a little Lego Star Wars with my daughter, which felt really good to get back into. Um, I know John and I are in a, a gamer's uh, text message group, so to speak, with a, a few friends. 
And man, one crazy son of a gun is trying to to go 100% on that. I'm going to I'm going to be this the second crazy son of a gun. I'm just not there yet. But that is a thick game, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. There is so much to uncover and find and um it's fun to get back into it. My daughter loves it, which is all, all super special to me. But also what kind of piqued my interest in getting back is that they're going to be releasing a galactic version of the game, which you, you shouldn't pick up if you own it already. You should just buy the DLC if you want it. But there are, uh, I believe, six character packs. It's about $14, something like that. Uh, and you get them in the game. And it's going to be characters from uh, Book of Boba Fett and or... Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, the series. So that includes Reva, which is awesome. So anything basically that wasn't in the game already that was on Disney Plus or live action or animation, it's all going to be in the game. Uh, so you really, really, really get a lot of value from that, I got to say. And I, I think I remember talking over the summer, I was like 60% of the way through and we had put close to like 100 hours in it. Man, it just, that so game much. goes on forever, man. So, so that's a game that over time, I think I'll, I'll just continue to chip away at. Uh, and thank goodness, by the way, that for a two-player game like this, in, in past LEGO games, you had to be on screen together. So if one person went here, the other person had to follow. You can do your own thing. You can be at different parts of the planet. Levels are different. But if you're in the free roam mode, uh, my gosh, playing with a four-year-old, that would be a problem. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, so we get to do our own thing. Sometimes we meet up and work on the same task. It is the perfect family game and if you like star wars at all you owe it to yourself to get it so that's what i've been playing yeah that, that's one that i know i'm gonna get back to that that's one where like there's gonna be a rainy weekend where i'm just gonna like i'm, I'm i don't regret buying it because i bought that game when it came out for what 60 70 whatever it was like full price game for ps5 and i probably dumped an hour and a half into it with me my, me and my wife we played we played a little bit of phantom menace we, we didn't get too far things came up we, we you know we watch shows we, we we do other stuff we haven't gotten back to it um, but I don't regret that because I do think that I will get back to that game eventually, even if it's not soon. I don't. I don't. It could be. It could be months from now, a year from now, whatever. I think there will be like a rainy weekend where we're just like, "What did I back in the Lego game?" And we just, we just, you know, get addicted to it. So I'm glad that I had that just sitting there waiting for me for that day. It's such a, a value game, and if you, again, if if you like any part of Star Wars, what a perfect game to play. Like John, you guys could be like, "Hey, you know what? We want to rifle through." The Force Awakens, and you just play through those six chapters or five chapters, and you get that story again. What a fun way to relive that! True, it's, you know? it's what it's like an hour, probably. Right? Yeah, maybe a little more. Yeah, uh, but it, it's it's a good way to do it, and it's a different, you know, kind of funny perspective. For sure. All right, folks, getting into some of the news here. So E three, we've talked about all throughout our time here at the Geekiverse. Uh, it's played. Uh, a role that is near and dear to to us. It's something we've lived with our whole lives. John wrote an incredible article a few years ago about uh, proactively missing E3. Well, I I'm optimistic to see that E3 is coming back in 2023, kind of in its original form. We'll see what companies participate in it. But uh, an article from IGN. E3 2023 has announced the dates of its return June 13th through the 16th with separate days and halls for press and public, which we had speculation on. Uh, Following three years of uncertainty, E3 is set to return at the Los Angeles Convention Center for an in-person experience. Partner digital events will precede the physical expo, but the legendary event will run from Tuesday to Friday. 
While recent E3s have blended business and consumer sides of the industry into a single event, E3 2023 will separate them into two fairly distinct parts. Thursday, uh, Tuesday, excuse me, to Thursday will be dubbed E3 Business Days and will concentrate on industry professionals and gaming media. Meanwhile, parts of Thursday and all of Friday will be known as E3 Gamer Days, offering an increased focus on consumers where they can go, quote unquote, hands on with the future of gaming and connect with developers, content creators, media personalities, and more. John, what's your take on all of this? Joel, I think the word you used was optimistic. Um, the opposite of that word would be pessimistic. That's not nearly strong enough for how I feel. I, I <laughs> e, E3 is dead. The, the idea of that one standalone convention, that appointment viewing for us gamers to see all the new, newest, latest and greatest games and to see our favorite companies battling out for the stage to, you know, show us who has the best conference and, you know, just wow us in that one weekend. And, you know, it's, it's done. It's done. This is going to be different. It's going to be very different. Um, you're, you're not going to see the same kind of participation from, from your Sony, your Nintendo, your Microsoft, your Ubisoft, your, e, your, e, your EA. It's, it's just not going to be the same. Um, we've had this over the last couple of years. We've had our, um, we've had our IGN Summer of Games. We've had our uh, Jeff Keighley uh, Summer Games Fest. We've had all these different replacements mm -hmm. for E3 over the last couple of years. And I think that E3 is just going to slide in again and just be another one of those. It's, it, it, we're, we're, we're not going to get our Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, and God of War announcements on the same stage again. It, it just, it's, just not, it's just not the way it works anymore. Uh, the, these companies have realized that they, they can control their message. They can, they can announce this stuff whenever they want. Maybe they'll make one splash at one of these events, and, but they're not, you're not going to get the information you're looking for. You're not going to get the lineup of games you're looking to get hyped for. It's tough for me to like get excited about it. I know that when it comes around, I'm gonna be pumped. I'm gonna be like, yes, like I can't wait to see stuff about video games. But removed and 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 just you know being, I can't help but to be pessimistic about like it's just not what it used to be. And that, you know that that's that, that's the old man gamer in me to be like, I just wish it was like the old days. It's gonna be fun. Mm -hmm. I'm still I, I I appreciate and I'm excited about the fact that it's still gonna be around and that they're trying and we're still gonna get something. I am excited about that for sure. But it, don't don't get your hopes up. It's not the E three of old for sure. You know how when, <clears throat> pardon me. You know how when you you date somebody and <laughs> it, it goes sideways. It just the breakup happens. It doesn't go well. And in your mind, when you're a few weeks or months removed from it, you're like, oh man, I just remember the good times. Yeah. You know, if I if I could get them here or overlook this fact maybe they'd be great again i think that's where i'm at with e3 i look at it like an, an old x where i just remember the good times i don't remember all the shit that came with it <laughs> so there was plenty of it there's plenty of it uh, a few things have happened in the years since e3 really was already i would say on the ledge Right. You know, before the pandemic, they were like, you know, they were on. Yes. They were, yeah. When you, you talk about that article I wrote, that was 2017, I think. I don't want to talk about the pandemic too much, but the pandemic exposed a few things, man. Like, let's talk about work from home or hybrid work, right? Companies were, were forced to show that they could make that work. On the flip side, they were also showing that presentations could happen like a Nintendo Direct. Nintendo had been doing that already. 
for but years. then PlayStation was like, hey, we should introduce something called State of Play. We can control this just like Nintendo does and do these 20 minute or 40 minute bite sized things whenever the hell we want and just put it up on YouTube. Yes. Right? Like, that's fine, and I like that we've gotten that because it happens every few weeks or months from those companies. But like the old school person in me is like, man, it was like it Christmas week, and I can acknowledge that it will probably, Dude. likely, never happen again. But some of my fondest memories in doing what we do here stem from those weeks, whether we were sitting in my my old uh, house in the living room. It was just getting a pizza from Johnny's and, and you know watching some of this, or actually being at the event with media badges and being like, "Holy crap, we actually found a way to make this happen!" Like some of it will be the fondest memories in my entire life. So I think that's where I stand when I say I'm optimistic. Oh, I am too. I certainly am too. Like, I, dude, like E3 memories, they span back to high school for me. Like, like, they, like literally, I remember being in high, like summer break, waking like I, I, I would wake up every day on summer break at like noon because you know i'm on summer break right but like i I had it in my calendar that it was e3 monday so like okay somebody is starting their conference at 10 a.m so i gotta get up early for 10 a.m like back then high school i I remember the hype for e3 and like i remember taking off days in college and you know taking off you know requesting time off for my part-time job and like even when i had full-time jobs like taking pto like it's always been a huge part of my life that that what e3 was on that on that Monday was just so special when everybody was doing what they were doing on Monday. It was just, it was just the best man. So like, of course we long for that. It's, it's, you know, I remember like I, my wife now, like Courtney, I remember like I just started dating her and we had a shared calendar. I'm like, I know like we, we, we're just getting into this thing, but like, I am not available this day. Like, like I like Monday, like for sure, not available. And it just happened. So to you be, did like, not run night on there. Right. And, and, but, but here's what I did. I broke. There was, there was like a two hour gap, but I felt bad because I was so adamant about like not being available on E3 Monday that there was like this little gap between like Ubisoft and EA, one of the two. So I bought yeah. her lunch and drove her lunch and dropped it off. It's like, Hey, I, I just so you know, Love you. Here's here's like I'm doing this for you, but like gotta go. So I, I like one of that's one of the random E3 memories I have. Like it's it's crazy, but yeah, for sure we'll, we'll never get that again. It's different. Um, you talk about how the how the Geekiverse has attended in the past. Like I still hope to do that. Like I would I, I didn't I, mm-hmm. I didn't get the chance to go with you guys back back when you did that. So you know whatever whatever the show ends up being, whether it's more like a PAX or whatever. Like I still am excited to to hopefully get there one day and you know check out some new games and experience experience that convention, even though it's not what it once was. But you know, obviously things evolve, things change, and you know I I embrace that. Yeah, man, it's just like we. You know, again, we know it's it's probably not happening again, but I think of the the war rooms we would set up in my living room and some of these articles we'd write and we'd have our best traffic days and some of our best YouTube days as a result. Insomniac was following us as a result of one of them. Who could forget 2016? Like, oh my gosh, like you said, we got Spider-Man, we got God of War, we got Crash Bandicoot, all this stuff coming back. Death Stranding. Oh my goodness gracious. It was incredible. I think about the times I was there in 2017, I got to attend and we found that building that had the star Wars battlefront logo and, and Darth Maul and, and Ray all the way up it. Like that was so cool. Or, or walking by some of the, the, the IGN personalities I've always wanted to 
to to kind of emulate or Greg Miller meeting him there. Like it was just so special. We should uh, um, we should do a podcast with him one day. That'd be cool. We should try to get on Greg Miller's calendar and see what happens. See what happens. I, I don't know if he would ever talk to us, but that it would be great. Reach out. John, do you remember that one time we, we podcasted with Greg we Miller? We did do that. What a wow, I totally <laughs> forgot. I didn't dream that. Okay. Wow. That's good. That's good. So uh E3 2023. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I know John and I are <clears throat> I'm sorry, got a frog in my throat. I'm so emotional talking about E3. <laughs> Cautiously optimistic, uh, but like, yeah, optimistic for sure. Like <laughs> I I would love to get that show, man. If we if we can make that happen. And again, even if even if making it happens mean, you know, even even if that means hanging out in one of our living rooms just like covering it again and watching the stuff together and getting a Johnny's pizza again. I'll you know, I'll, I'll make the trip. I'll bring Johnny's. It's all right. It might be, be cold. cold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for sure, I'll get one of those uh, one of those delivery boxes. Yes, bags. Right, or whatever. That, that's that's something we'll invest in from our next our next Twitch check. It'll be great. <laughs> um, moving on. On the flip side, things that are also kind of dead. Actually, yes, dead for sure. Uh, Google Stadia. Ouch. I don't know if you all remember that. So. Uh, <laughs> the Verge uh, reports Google is shutting down Stadia, its cloud gaming service. The service will remain live for players until January 28th, 2023. Google will be refunding all Stadia hardware purchased through the Google Store as well as all the games and add on content purchased from the Stadia Store. Google, Google excuse me, expects those refunds will be completed in mid January. Yeah. Huh. I- so. What do we make of this? I can't say I'm surprised, man. Like, I don't. We, we've talked about it a little bit off air, like in in some of our chats and stuff like that. I I was very excited for cloud technology when it came to games early on with uh, with your Stadia's and your X Clouds and uh, PS Now stuff like that. I I was excited for the possibility, um, but in my head, I've always seen it as an additive feature. You know, something that's like, you know what, if I wanna. If I want to hop in and and just like mess around a little bit while I'm not at my console, if I'm on a vacation, I'm laying in bed, can't sleep, like pull something up and like, you know, collect my whatevers and my destiny or, you know, do hop into Fortnite and see what's in the item shop and, you know, hop into a match, but like not really expect to be competitive because of the latency. That's always been, or maybe even play like a, an indie game that like where latency doesn't really matter so much. Like just have those small experiences. That's always been my my promise, the, the idea of the promise of, of cloud gaming for me, the writing has just always been on the wall for Stadia when it comes to like a, a platform that only offers cloud gaming. Uh, we, we talk about the future of like internet and technology. I don't think it can ever get there. It can never get there. The latency can just never get there. It, it doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter how good internet gets. It, it, it's never going to be a one-to-one ratio. We already don't have one-to-one. We, our, our monitors, our TVs have, have have delay, and those are so minuscule that we can barely perceive them. But add that to the fact that you have you have to wait for the the, the, the signal to literally travel to you. It, it's just never going to be viable. I don't see a future where anybody is investing real money in a platform where they where the way they play their favorite games, their God of Wars, their Uncharted's, their whatever it is, their Call of Duties, their, you know, that kind of stuff. They, they invest that kind of money in a, in a platform that's all cloud. I just don't see it ever happening. Um, and, and shout out to Google, Google for trying. I just think that they chose the wrong business model. I think that they, you know, I think it should always try to be like an additive thing, like an xCloud, right? You sign up for Xbox Game Pass, you have that content, 
You play it on your console, play it on your PC, you play it locally, and you can also stream it. When I went to Disney, I, I did a trip to Disney, me and, my, me and Trevor and our, our wives last, last July, right? Um, Trevor had his, his backbone, his little, his little controller, and he has xCloud because he has an Xbox. He pays for it already, right? So he pulls up Halo, and we're like, oh, crap, this, this is pretty cool. Like, this is fun. We played, like, one or two games of Halo. It wasn't perfect, but it, like, it got the job done. We're in Disney. We're not there to play video games. We're not going to log around a console. We don't really care. We're just laying in bed after a long day looking for something, to fun, to, something fun to tinker around with. So, like, yeah, we played a little bit of Halo. That's what cloud gaming is to me. So, like, I just... Something like Stadia is never going to work. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> no, I, I think you, you said it all. Uh, I think I was excited about the idea or the prospect of Google Stadia before it, uh, it came out and when it was announced. Had a pretty strong lineup, had nice AAA support, right? It's Google. They got unlimited money. And uh, it just never caught on. And to see this is not totally surprising but to see them basically be like, we're going to refund everything for you. That's <laughs> huge. I mean, of, I mean that, that's, that's kind of interesting. That's the Google side of it. That's like that we have all the money in the world. We don't want to take all the flack for, you know, this being a dumpster fire. Like take your, take right. your freaking money back. You, you, know, you poor people. Exactly. It's, it's not like a, a thing where there's physical media where you can just play it after it's dead or where it's offline. No, this is always connected online to the internet because it is the cloud. Yeah. It's so he turned off. Exactly. It's it's not surprising, but at the same time, very newsworthy to say the least. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, and cloud is. I, I'm, I'm. I'd love to revisit this topic in two years. Like, where you know, because like even so, right now, Logitech just put out a handheld. The last couple of weeks, it's it's a it's a cloud based handheld. The idea is you play Xbox Game Pass on it. You play uh, Nvidia GeForce Now, and it's like a two hundred dollar handheld, right? That's almost all it does. It plays Android games locally, but like nobody, can, you know, that's not what you're buying it for. So it's it's a cloud based handheld. Razer just got leaked that they're doing the same thing. Razer is putting out a cloud based handheld. I just don't get the market for it. Like you've got something like the Steam Deck out there that plays incredible games locally. And also you can hook up to do this cloud stuff too. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't know who is buying this. Like who is, who is confident enough to have their main experience of a game be via the cloud. I, I'm, I'm interested to see. So I'd, I'd love to revisit this in a couple of years and see where, where we are. But like, it's, it's, it's certainly not now. I'd say it's not the hardcore gamer. I'd say it's not even the casual gamer because, you know, Xbox games, for example, with Game Pass, you can play on your phone. Right. And they do a pretty damn good job of it. But hey, they also have a powerful, beefy system in the Xbox Series X. It's like, you're right. It's additive. It's it's this this secondary thing that they have the option to do, but it's not what your your ecosystem is built around. Yeah. No. So uh, I, I think you're spot on with everything. I just, I agree with all of it. Um, so I, I'm not really upset one way or another. Last bit of news here before we get to our favorite new segment, which is called Guess the Game. We're going to talk about the Last of Us trailer that we got for the series that is coming to HBO. Damn, John, this Dude. thing looks faithful to the series. It is beautiful. It is intense. Uh, some of the moments were instantly recognizable. We got a little left behind in there. Yes. We got everything, I think we could have wanted from this reveal. We sure did. I, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to be on my high horse. I never had a doubt. I'm telling you, like people are so skeptical about video game properties being transformed into movies, TV shows, rightfully whatever. So. Rightfully, yeah, absolutely, rightfully so. We've yeah. seen so many, we've seen, we've seen so many dumpster fires. 
the second this gets announced and I hear that it's HBO and Neil Druckmann is involved, there's no doubt in my mind that it's done well. There's no doubt in my mind Neil Druckmann is a perfectionist. Have you have you seen this guy talk about his games and have conversations with the people that he's directed in these games and hear the way they talk about him as a director and played those games, all right? Like it, it, I, there was never a doubt in my mind. People, the cat, you know, it gets announced. People freak out. The casting comes out. People freak out. Dude, the the second I heard Pedro Pascal as Joel, it blew my mind. I'm like, that is perfect. It's a it's a it's a slightly different take on the character, but it's perfect. He's gonna crush it. Um, Bella Ramsey. I don't. All I know her from is HBO or uh, from Game of Thrones. HBO's Game of Thrones. That's all I know her from. She had a very small part in that, um, so I have no clue her her you know her, her talent and you know what she's capable of. But the people involved, Neil Druckmann and Craig Mazin, talk about HBO Chernobyl, the best miniseries of all time. One of the best four episodes of anything you'll ever see is is HBO Chernobyl, right? So the fact that Craig Mazin is also involved in this. I have all the hope in the world, all the hope in the world. So I, I, yeah, this trailer comes out. It's, it's just freaking beautiful, man. It it looks so good. Dude, the, uh, it's so rare that I feel like the creator of a game gets to be involved with what that looks like on the big screen, whether that's a movie or a TV show. And to have Druckmann involved in this, who, by the way, I got to meet at E3 one of those years. If we're talking about incredible memories. Hell yeah is unreal and to have that heavy hand in it and to not just be behind the scenes but he's promoted in the ad yeah for sure like, he, he's that's an executive a big deal producer for people like you and me he, i think that he's going to be directing at least an episode or like he he's he's involved with this he was with the casting and everything like yeah it's the last of us has never been a hotter property it's always been a hot property right since it was announced right uh, at the game awards all those years back but this is this is this looks just good. a beautiful thing for Sony. And yes, on the HBO side of things, this looks good. I think it really captures the essence and the feel of what we've come to know as The Last of Us, whether it's part one or part two now on PS4 and PS5. Right. But was there a better underlying soundtrack than what they could have played for this with the, the Johnny Cash playing there? I and mean, that was the first trailer of The Last of Us, the same song. It, it's perfect. They realized that they needed to stick with what worked while also making it their own. There, there's so much to it. Like, just think of like the simple fact that The Last of Us is PlayStation's darling. Like, it, it is their darling franchise. It is like when you think of the epitome of what is a PlayStation game. What's a you know what, who's your best who who's your most impressive developer? Naughty Dog. What's their what, what's their premier game? The Last of Us. You don't do this unless you know you're doing it right. You don't go into this. With, with the possibility of a flop. And that's where my head is at. Once it's announced, that's where I'm at. It's like, they don't do this if there's a possibility it's not incredible. So I'm already there, right? Like So I'm, like, I'm already like, expectations sky high. So you, then you start seeing casting and, you know, some of the inner workings with Neil being involved and stuff like that. And then you see the trailer, man. Like, it's just gorgeous. I'm so excited. Like, it's so faithful, but it's also like, it's its own thing. Like, they're going to tell the story in a different way. Uh, like so, su- surprise! Like if you if you played this game, there's going to be some differences. Like they're going to adapt this story for television. So like, get ready for that. But I, I I'm I'm I trust that it's going to be done well, and I just cannot wait. There's nothing that I'm more anticipated for: game, movie, television show. The most anticipated thing that my eyes have to watch are The Last of Us. 
It, it totally makes sense. And uh, I was always cautiously optimistic, I think, for what this series would look like. And we'll see when it plays out. But this trailer gave me nothing uh, but excitement. I would, and I would say also reinforcement into the belief that it is going to be a good series. Yeah. Looks pretty. I think the casting seems to be right. The atmosphere. Um, the clicker looks so good. I was literally just awesome. about to say that. But yeah. Was there any more intense moment that you can remember than seeing and hearing the clicker there in that trailer? For sure. Like, goodness well, dude, gracious. All the sound, the visuals. I, I was like, I was very curious to see how they would break this up to see like, all right, you know, it's a TV show. It's HBO. Like, are they going to try to get a few seasons out of this? Because it's it's a, like a 20-plus hour game the first time you play it, I think. like I, I think my first playthrough of The Last of Us was like 17 hours, something like that. I explore it a lot, whatever. But I was curious, like, are you going to tell this entire first game in a season? Or are you going to, like, you know, do it halfway? Do it six episodes and just, you know, cut it off halfway? But we're seeing winter. We're we're seeing mm-hmm. scenes yep. that are clearly Ellie tied up with David. We're seeing, you know, like we're, we're I think we're going to get the whole first game here. Interesting. I think so, too. And what better way to leave off, right? Right. Than with what happens at the end of that first game. In a in a season like this, it's it's tailor made for HBO. Curious to see if they handle it out the same way. Like, do they cut it off at a different point? Like, they could do whatever they want. Like, they don't have to be faithful to like the the narrative structure mm-hmm. of the game. Like, they could they they could cut us off at winter. You know, when Ellie is you know caught by David, they could they could certainly do that. It's uh, I'm so yeah. curious to see how faithful. The, the narrative structure is not that I care either way. Like I trust what you, whatever you're going to do in television. Like I trust you. Like tell me whatever, tell me the story you want to tell me. I'm just curious to see if it like, it is beat for beat the the game or if they do something different. I can't, I can't wait to see. Don't worry, John. I am mostly confident. This will be better than halo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, mostly confident. Come on. You can, you can upgrade that. Come that's Jesus. It's funny. I had a, uh, re-download paramount plus for something else the other day and uh i looked at my continue watching and i think i only watched the first few episodes i was gonna say how how many did you get i I got i got one and a half dude i got one and a half that's it i I think i got two full episodes um that sucks what a shame but like does Halo need a TV show and does it adapt well to a TV show? You think of Halo, you think of... I don't think it would. I don't think it would. I, I, I don't. I think of Halo and I think of how much fun I have throwing grenades and having my cool weapons and jumping all over the place. And like That's what I think about with Halo. I don't think about the story that much. I don't know. So, I, no, I, I'm with you there. People like love that story and I couldn't tell you in some cases what belongs to what game. Right. Like, oh, like, the covenant, the, the generic term here, like, that's fine. For sure. So that's why I had hopes for this, because I was like, you're going to take all the stuff I love, but you're going to give me a story. But the story was not turns good. out. Turns out you <laughs> so, were right all along. There's not much of a story. It's fine. It. This is why Microsoft left out the story. Yeah, fine. It yeah, doesn't like Halo. Sense. Yeah, for sure. There's plenty of story in Halo in the books and stuff like that. I just, yeah. I, it, I don't care about it. Yeah. I don't care, it's, dude. I, I want to play Halo to see Master Chief. I want those high moments. I want the hype. I don't care about like, the, the minutia. <laughs> Oh, okay. I mean, that's anyway, awesome. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to leave off here and we're going to, again, like I said, we're going to play our, our new favorite game here. Oh boy. Uh, guess the, the video game. So John, I, I don't want to say too much other than I, I think I, I picked a, a tough one. I oh, didn't no. mean to for some, for some reason I was, he's going to get it in the third try. Uh, for some reason I was drawn to this game. Uh, and so if you don't know, 
uh, we we tried this last week. I was terrible, but what it is is uh, John thought of a video game, and I I could ask up to fifteen yes or no questions to try to decipher what the game was. And uh, at the end of the fifteen questions, I would have to figure that out. I did not get it. The game was Dishonored, a game I I really enjoyed. The closest I got was guessing Bioshock, even though I knew it wasn't Bioshock based on the fact that it wasn't a shooter. So John can ask me basically anything here. I've got the game pulled up uh, on my phone to try to make sure that I am being truthful to to some of the things I'm going to answer. Yeah, I had to look up a lot last week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. feel, feel free to Google so, when I ask you a question because I had to last week for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I'm ready to go. So John, are you ready to guess the game? I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Okay. 15, All right. 15 questions. Yes or no only. Um, is this game exclusive to PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo? <laughs> hang on, hang on. Oh, no, the fact that you have to look at that, it kills me. No. no. It's not. Okay, so it's not exclusive to any of the three big console manufacturers. Okay, got that out of the way. I need to pull up a, a, a counter to so see how many questions I have. Tap counter. All right, good. Great website. I was, was going to do that. I'll Tap let counter. you do that. Yep. All right. There we go. <laughs> the best website. All right. I got one question down. We have a shared note uh, for our itinerary for every busy sticks. And I almost typed it in there because I would always type my show notes. So I, I almost got caught. Anyway, that would have been great. I, I would love that. All right. Um, did this game come out within the last five years? No. Not the last five years. So that would put us at. <clears throat> 20 uh 20, 2017 or earlier 2017 or earlier or at least september yes. 2017 or earlier you're right 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 you know i wouldn't i wouldn't get too crazy about months if you if you if you messed up there but okay um is this an open world game yes okay it's an open world game came out before 2017 do, 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 do. Open world game 2017. Is this game published by EA? No. Okay. Not an EA game. Is this game. Man, I see and I'm I'm in your boat now. I see I see the I see this dude. There's so many video games. There's so many video games. So many video games. Open open world game, not EA. Mm -hmm. And it was before 2017. Um, I said five years. Did this game launch on the Xbox One PS4 generation? Yes. Okay. Open world, Xbox One, PS4. Oh, I asked if it is exclusive. I didn't ask if it launched exclusive to anything. Okay. I'll pocket that. I'll pocket that for now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why there's a game in my head. that I, just, I think I'm going down your... I have a game, and I just shouldn't have a oh, game. Oh, no. I shouldn't have a game. I should, I should not have a game. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, John's going to get it, folks. I know he is. Uh, so we're at five questions. I got ten left. Um. Okay. So Crazy that we wanted to do ten. By the way, I, I know. Think. Right. I'm already halfway there. If we did ten, right? Yes. 
but I know I know that it, it I know it came out on Xbox One slash PS4. I know that it is not exclusive to either system, and I know that it came well, came out prior to 2017. Obviously, being on those consoles as well. But you got a really good window now. Yeah, I do. I, think. I do for an open world game, multi platform. So that's pretty much 2013 to 2017, right? You know, right, 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 right. Um, was this game? Did I do? Should I ask this question? You're gonna have to do research. <laughs> Doesn't sound like you should ask it. I'm gonna ask it. <laughs> was this game published by a publicly traded company? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. Um, hang on. I'm okay. gonna let me see if I can confirm this. <laughs> um, has to be, absolutely has to be. Good question, huh? Yeah, there's without looking that up, there's no doubt this is a publicly traded company. Massive. It helps. It helps. Helps a lot. Interesting question. I like that. Um, is this game part of a franchise? Yes. Okay. Seven, I'm at. Is this game You're doing good. Developed by Take Two. No. Is this game... I see what you were doing there. ...developed by Ubisoft? No. Okay, hold on. I gotta take a step back. (laughs) (laughs) Not Take-Two, not Ubisoft. Uh, You're Uh, on a really, really good path. I don't want to influence you one way or another. No, you shouldn't. Didn't I ask about another publisher? No, just exclusivity. Mm Mm-hmm. Nine questions. I wish I had a list of these nine questions. That would help me a lot. I should write these down when I do this. That would help a lot. Um, we, we need a third person to do that next time. For sure. <laughs> Tim, where are you? <laughs> um, Someone in the community. That's good, too. Man. Okay. I got, I got, I got it's easy for me left. to say you're doing really well, but I feel like you're on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I was lost. But seeing where I landed, I was I was pretty, I was okay. I was within the realm. Right. I think you're in that same ballpark. I'm just gonna narrow down more. Is this game published by Activision? No. Man, really cutting down on these possibly publicly traded companies, huh? Not 2K. I mean, not Take Two. Not Ubisoft. Not Activision. Who published this game? Right. How can I narrow this down without publisher, without year? What else can I do? I got, I got. I know it's an open world game. Is this a first? You know it's a franchise. Is it? You know, yep, exactly. Is it a first person game? No, not first person. Mm-mm. So not a first person. Yes, open world. Is this game published by Warner Brothers? Oh, good question. But no. No! I was so confident. I was so confident, dude. Oh, no. I was so confident we're going for a Batman game right there, dude. Oh, man. Come on. That would be too easy. <laughs> I know it would have been. But hey, it took me this long to get there. <laughs> Almost uh, all those questions they line up, up perfectly. Exactly what you're saying. Oh, literally everything does. Everything. 
until the the first person that's so yep, good the first person oh my gosh that's hysterical oh so copy and paste that no, the, for when i inevitably say that well the first person worked right you said it wasn't first person right uh correct so it does line it up it lines yes. up perfect that's why you're correct that's why yeah you're correct yeah that's um not ubisoft dang dude this is this is tough you're right this is tough there's so many video games turns out there's so many video games turns out so many video games it's gonna be great when one week i'm like yeah it's cookie mama's cook off oh no we can't do that we can't do that to each other we can't do that to each (laughs) other no um ea we talked about no ea no tick two no no wb ubisoft you there i keep going back to activision i keep going back to publishers but there's got to be a better way to narrow this down um we got years when we're pretty close on years open world games what is there dang i have another one but like gonna burn a question how could i does this dude that's too broad that's too broad you could ask, and I could throw it back if I don't think it. Nah, it helps. That's not fair. That's not fair. That's fair. I disagree. If I ask it, I ask it. All right. Um, I'm just gonna use. Is is it a Bethesda game? It is not. Okay, I have I have two questions left. I've got two Need left. Need time, folks. Yeah, this is this is tough, dude. It is sitting on this side of the mic. I think you're doing really well, though. I it doesn't help that. you, but I, I think you are. I mean, I'll take the I'll take the uh, the praise for sure. Yes, I oh, I felt lost by this this point. I I do feel lost. I mean, I certainly feel like I've narrowed it down. I'm just struggling to think of other publishers that could be that big. And I know once I see it, I'm gonna I'm gonna hate myself. I know I know once I see it, I'm gonna I guess for sure maybe. But like big publishers like that, it's not it's not take two. It's not. Any of that. It's not the Ubisoft. It's not the Activision. <clears throat> oh. Um. Let's ask about the game. I'm struggling right now. <laughs> so it's it's not first person, right? It is not. Not first person. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's let's just let's narrow it. Is is the game a shooter? Yes, it is. Yes, it has shooting elements. Okay, yeah. shooting elements. Oh yeah, yeah. Some some might say it is. Some might say it's not. It is. Right, it, but yeah, but, but the shooting elements. Yeah. So it's yeah. you know open world game, but shooting elements. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! So you got one more question, and then the guess, right? Right. Can't Google anything. I don't know. Crap! Is that the same? Is that? Dang it. I got something in my head, but I'm not sure if it's the same publisher as... I'm not sure if it's Take-Two or not. That's where I'm at. Mm. Who the heck... Does the game have an animated or cartoon art style? No. Dang it. I was thinking Borderlands. I was thinking Borderlands. Um, that would have been a good guess. Who publishes Borderlands? Gear, Gearbox develops. Does Take Two publish it? I feel like it does. I think they do. Yeah, that's that's where I was at. Um, so I have a guess. Yeah. I've got a what do we got, ladies and gents? Somewhat of a shooter. It's open world. Came out on the Xbox One, PS4. 
We shoot a little bit. I'm what, oh, dude. That's I, someone from the community who's who's texted me with a guess. Really? That is incorrect. Is it Tim? That I'll, it is not Tim. No. Uh, someone with Marissa. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. It it is it is wrong, which I'll reveal in a minute. Ugh, dude. It's not EA, so it's not like Fall in Order or something like that. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, I'm just I'm <laughs> I'm gonna take a guess that I know it's not, just because I have to give an answer. That, that's that's the rules. I have to eventually give. An so answer. help me if you get it. I won't get it. I know I won't get it. I'm just gonna go with Mad Max. <laughs> Dude, again, I don't know. It's not that. I, I don't know. think you were like. I'm in the. I'm you in, did really good, dude. All right, Walmart? so the, the guest from the community was uh, GTA, but no, that was Take, take two. two. Right. Uh, so uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. No, Konami. <laughs> I didn't think about so, Japan at all. Well, like, it's so funny. So I, I look at Konami real quick, and I'm like, all right, they're huge over there. Like, they sell like water bottles. You know, they sell like a lot of stuff. Kachinko machines, so, yeah. I'm looking at Konami and subsidiaries, Konami Digital, Konami Amusement, Konami Gaming, Konami Sports, Konami Business. What? They own the world over there. So, uh, yeah, you, I, like I said, how I felt like in hindsight when I said Bioshock and I ended up being Dishonored, you said some really good things oh, that man. it's all in this genre, man. So you did really good. You narrowed down the yeah, years. That was fun, for sure. The exclusivity was, was, you know, take or leave it. Uh, but you went through every other major, I think, publisher slash developer that I would have considered in the open world genre. So yeah, that was crazy, dude. That, that's a good. That, that's a fun. That's a great pick because that, that's a really fun one. There's so many questions to ask. You know, you and I are not. Like, we're not Japanese first people. We're not thinking about those kind of games. So that's that's a great pick. I I felt like that was the match for for what we had last week. However, you, you've never played Metal Gear, right? I have not. No. No, so I I only played the prequel to that game. I think they called it Crown Zeroes. Yeah, they did. That that was it. That's all I've ever played of anything Metal Gear. And I know some people like Tim <laughs> will be really mad at us for sure. But um, yeah. So honestly, you did really good, dude. You That's kept cool. it moving. You you had some really. So I think you and I are onto something. Let's keep this going. I agree. We've we've got a little bit of a chisel down list now to where we want to go with stuff. So think of a game for next week. Right. I'm all back in. Let's do this. First one. First Community one to get one gets a free beer. <laughs> all right i love it so uh thanks for tuning in and playing along with us if you're watching live at twitch.tv slash the geekiverse or youtube.com slash the geekiverse we had so much fun with this uh john i know we said it last episode but where can people find you on social media and if people like star wars what's a show on the geekiverse channel that they should check out yeah so yeah i'm, I'm uh, all over social media at disruptoid but uh, if you like star wars we're, we are currently reacting and uh and recording a discussion every episode of star wars Andor. uh we have a we have a little show we call why do i always fumble with the name of the show i literally named the show i know the name of it but i, I literally I thought, fumble with it every time i i named the show but that's that's fine Built on, uh, built, built on hope. Built on hope. Yeah. Yes, I literally named it. It's one of the biggest <laughs> taglines of Rogue One. But every time I get to the saying, I'm like, wait a minute. I know it's hope because something. I know it's hope something. Is it's the quote is rebellions are built on hope. It's we're only taking part of it. That's why it's hard. That must be it. But uh, we're having fun. We just we just recorded episode <laughs> two, which is actually episode four of uh, of Andor. But it's been a blast. Uh, so follow us there. Hang out. Talk Star Wars. Talk video games. We're having fun. 
having so much fun. Uh, you can find me at I am Brosia across the social media channels. Uh, and again, uh, if you missed us live tonight, you're, oh, you can always watch our videos and episodes at youtube.com slash the Gigaverse or catch up on podcast services around the globe. What a fun discussion tonight. Can't wait to see what next week holds, whether that is Built on Hope for the and or episode five or whatever happens in the next few days for the world of video games. We appreciate you being a part of the uh, conversation here with us. For John, I'm Josiah. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. 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 Wonderful.